hi and I am so happy that you came to listen today to a cupful of hope podcast this is my very first podcast um, and you are with me at I guess you'd call it the bare the bare bones I am just beginning and I'm excited for this journey I've been thinking about doing a podcast for a while um, and I just I never began so here I am <laughs> um, <clears throat> to begin uh, I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself since you will be listening to me quite a bit if you like my podcast uh, my name is Melissa um, I have been married I'll be married for 10 years this year to my husband his name is Ryan four sons. They are seven, five, three, and the youngest one is 15 months old. Um, My two oldest sons are in school, and then I stay home um, with my two youngest sons. Um, And I'm, I'm loving it. I love being their mama. They're very, very sweet and very precious to me. Um, what else about myself? Hmm. I'm a Christian, first of all. Um, I am a singer. I, I also, I play some piano. Um, self-taught. So I can't read music that well, but I do love to play. Um, and I write songs sometimes. And I play a little bit of guitar, but um, I'm better at piano and singing. I love singing. I am into health and being healthy and living a full and vibrant life. I have gone in and out of doing the paleo diet, but uh, the paleo lifestyle makes me feel the best. And right now, my husband and I are currently jump-starting that. Uh, My husband and I both love CrossFit. We are not a part of a box, if you know what that is, if you like CrossFit. Um, But my husband has a home gym and we do some of the exercises. My husband does it way more often than me. I am so very busy with my kids and I'm honestly having a hard time balancing and learning how to balance everything to do everything necessary but then also add an exercise and all of that Um, so I'm still really trying to fit all of that in and again if you are a mom I think you get me (laughs) um so oh but I I love nature I love being outside I'm probably happiest when I'm outdoors Uh, I love natural things I love candles Uh, My favorite seasons are fall and winter. Uh, Hmm, I don't know. Don't know what else to tell you about myself, but um, I'm excited for this podcast. um, I've been wanting to start a podcast for a while, like I said before, but I've never have and I never put a lot of energy into it. I really enjoy encouraging others. I really enjoy um, 
talking to others about about Christ and I have enjoyed writing some blogs or posting on social media because I feel as though in some ways I am reaching people and encouraging them especially sharing from my own experiences and what I'm dealing with but not everybody on social media likes to see those things and I feel sometimes that that's not a very good audience especially if it's your personal face you know your personal page of social media which granted praise the Lord some of the things that I have shared or I have talked about people have greatly benefit benefited from that uh, but I think a better platform for sharing your heart or sharing things you're learning or how God has encouraged you with others and encouraging others is somewhere where people go because they want that rather than on uh, a large personal platform like I do sometimes and social media also for me I've been trying to take a break from because it just it can cause a lot of one distraction to frustration when you see other people posting things that are discouraging or frustrating and it just makes you discouraging and frustrated discouraged and frustrated where before you know every single day we didn't see everyone's life in front of our eyes every day multiple times a day it was one phone call a week oh hey how are you doing or every couple weeks or once a month you see these people where now every single day it's just bombarding you so I've thought, well, what can I do and what would I enjoy in a way where I, not even if anyone listens to me, <laughs> uh, just where I can talk and uh, talk about God and scripture and encouraging others. I, I want to try a podcast, <laughs> so we'll, we'll see how it, where it goes and how it goes and how God blesses it and I just leave it in his hands. Which, moving on to our first topic, leaving things in his hands, I want to begin my first podcast talking about anxiety because this is probably the largest thing I personally have been struggling with. I have been um, fighting with, it feels like a fight, just like a power struggle with for... A year and a half now I will say that I have made great strides and praise the Lord you know he's given me wisdom and he has given me strength and I praise him for healing me me and helping me through all of that and I just want to take some time to encourage others if if they're listening in through their journey and It's also encouraging to me to research these things and talk about these things and look up some scriptures. Um, So the first thing I want to talk about is I I did a little research about anxiety and the statistics in the U.S. for anxiety are just overwhelming. It says that anxiety disorders are the most common mental illness in the U.S. affecting 40 million adults. In the United States, age 18 and older, or 18.1% of the population every year. 
and I was reading some articles, uh, specifically more so about women or young mothers, which I am, and how I've struggled, and one article said that mental health, depression, and anxiety in young mothers is up by 50% in a generation, so they did a study from young mothers in the 1990s to our generation, the next generation of mothers, and this study was done in 2010, which would be like my age. I'm 30, probably in my generation. My first child was born in 2012, so around my age. 30 to 35, I'd say. And so from young mothers in the 1990s until young mothers in the year 2010, depression and anxiety jumped 50% in one generation. This article also said that 25% of young pregnant women today are depressed. see here another study published in the journal of the american medical association found that depression and young expectant mothers is 51 percent more common today than it was 25 years ago so uh a different article same statistics So, these things are very alarming, Um, and there were reasons in the articles that I read for, also, I just wanted to tell you, (laughs) before I go on, uh, you are in my house, and you might hear some background noise, my two youngest sons are home with me, I have the laundry machine running, And also, my dog was just barking outside, so I went to check on him, and my youngest, my three-year-old is watching a cartoon, so you might have heard all of those things. So, um, I hope you bear with me with that. So anyways, um, so anxiety is... The statistics are alarming, as I had said. Um, Sad and the articles gave reasons why it could be that the percentage jumped so high. Um, Things like Uh, economical changes because in the 90s the 90s were probably the first generation of young moms or moms to focus on their career and go to work and they had their mothers home you know to help them a lot I remember my grandma watching me and taking care of me quite a bit Um, and now you know our mothers or in in my case my mother uh, my my stepmother, my mother, my aunts, my sisters, everybody's working except for me. I'm at home. And just economically, uh, it's, it's sometimes it's hard to afford to work, if that makes sense, because of income and childcare costs and not having others to care for your children. Um, it's tiring. We don't feel like we have a support system. 
in my case, that's led to a lot of anxiety. I felt alone, you know, being a mom. But there are things in, that we can do to help ourselves physically, mentally, spiritually, and of course the gospel. But we have great hope in Christ and his promises. And the first thing I want to talk about are some tips for physically battling anxiety Um, as a Christian because I'm just being honest with you I have run into some Christians who believe that if you're battling with anxiety or depression you are sinning and I am telling you right now sweet dear mama or sweet dear woman whoever you are listening you in sin for battling anxiety or battling depression. You are not. It's one thing to just wallow in woe is me and never ever focus on Christ. That's one thing. But it's another thing to be battling with Christ alongside of you because I'm telling you that is where I have been for the last two years just all day long God please please help me please change my mind Um, please heal me I hate this I hate how I feel I hate the struggle in my brain take this away from me please help me give me wisdom on what to do to help myself um and I I looked up every scripture in the Bible on joy and I've meditated on them, prayed them. I looked up every single scripture in the Bible on, on anxiety and I've read them and prayed them. You know, you have people <laughs> coming alongside of you saying, think happy thoughts, don't think about that. Or some people will say, you know, uh Okay, for example, something I've been having anxiety over recently is my son has been having some behavioral issues in school. You know, and some people will say, well, just say he's going to have a good day at school. And it's like, well, (laughs) just because I say a good day at school, for one, doesn't change this thing I'm battling. And for two, doesn't mean because I say it that he will have a good day at school. Um, and as a, as a Christian, there are some realms, I don't, I don't know if you call them realms, there are some communities or beliefs of some Christians that somehow our words have power. And I, I do believe that our words do have power and the effect of, I can say something to you and hurt you. I can say something to you and make you happy and joyous. I can say something to you and just ruin your day. My words do have power to build up and to tear down, as scriptures say. But my words do not have power to say, okay, for example... I will have a car. I'm going to get that car and it happens or that house or that job or my kid will. You you will, son. I'm speaking it over you. You're going to have a perfect day today and be a perfect angel at school. My words don't have power like that. <laughs> um, and 
that's just not biblical. My word, like the Bible says, again, words have power to tear up or tear down and build up. Um, only God has power. And that power from God comes through prayer. And then we have to trust in Him for only He has the power to change hearts and minds and situations, things like that. So, um, anyways, what I don't know where I was going with that, but, anyways, um, I'm gonna move on for some physical things to battle the anxiety that just to try and tweak that may help a little bit and help you think clearly and relieve some of the burden to where you can start seeing other avenues of healing and other avenues of positivity and things like that. So the first thing that I have written down is rest. Um, it is scientifically proven um, that if you are not sleeping well or sleeping enough, uh, you can greatly struggle with anxiety and depression or, and other physical ailments. Uh, your body heals when you sleep. Um, it also helps your mood and your brain and I mean, you can have headaches and all kinds of things. You also cannot think well or focus well or emotionally deal well when you don't have enough rest. Um, you know, the average range of having enough sleep is eight hours. Some people need more. Some people can have less. I have learned for myself, I need six to eight and I'm good. But I also have realized about myself, like as a mom, for one, and this is hard to escape sometimes in different seasons of motherhood is not, even though I'll get enough sleep, I'm not getting quality sleep. So I'm getting woken up a lot because I'm taking care of young kids who are sick or just young kids because they're young or babies just because they're babies or teething or kids piling in my bed because they want mommy and daddy or they had a bad dream or or sometimes it's just like, I'm exhausted, buddy. Just come in here with me. <laughs> Whatever's going on, as a mom especially, quality of sleep is hard to get. But we need to try our best. Turn screens off at least an hour before bed. Put your phone away. Don't lay in your bed and get on, be on your phone. Something that has resonated with me lately um, is in the Psalms it says... On my bed, I meditate. It says on your word, I meditate day and night. But it also says, I lay on my bed at night and I meditate. And how many of us, when we are laying there on our beds or just on our phones? Um, and so lately, I've been putting it up. I used to sleep with my phone under my pillow, and now I put it on my dresser. And I lay there and I meditate on scripture, just things I've read through the day. I meditate on God and what he says to me in his word and I just pray because the Bible also says um, you know that our burdens are heavy to lay them at Jesus' feet and take up his burdens for they are light we have to lay it at his feet so at night that's something I've been learning you know considering rest is to meditate as I'm sleeping God 
all of these things are hurting me, bothering me. I'm so worried and anxious about this and about that. And I don't know what to do about it. And I don't know how to handle it. And I don't know how to let it go. But God, you do. Please give me the wisdom. Please give me peace and rest. Um, so the next thing that is very powerful, which... God also has commanded us to do is to eat healthy. In his word, in Genesis, when he created the earth, God said, I give you every green plant for food. Um, God gave us whole nutritious foods for us to eat. And when we are cramming full our bodies of junk, toxic things, um, boxed, junk food, treats, chips, snacks, uh, Little Debbie's, um, whatever you can think of, soda, you are filling your mind and your body with junk and your body and your mind can't, if you're eating it all the time, just filling your body full of it, your body can't get rid of it. And so instead of you know, healing your brain and healing your body. It's just trying to get rid of the toxins all the time. And I just listened to a podcast today, actually, this morning, about that, um, talking about getting out of our minds and making better decisions, which is something I've been struggling with. I My mind is so busy. Um, backstory, we've about two years... Uh, It's been two years and like three months now, I think. Um, Two and a half years when it started. Um, My family and I went through some trauma. And ever since then, it's just been one thing after the other. And, you know, in the past where little things happen, um, before all the trauma, it's like, okay, we can get through this. Whereas now it's like, I'm still trying to heal from that big thing and everything just keeps hitting me and knocking me down. It's like, this is too much. I can't, I haven't known how to deal with it. And so the anxiety for me has just poured over and just poured out. Um, but anyways, too, I know when you're, when you're dealing with stress and things like that. It is so hard to cook and to give yourself healthy things. You just want to grab whatever's near you because you have so much on your mind and so much on your brain. You just, it's hard to even think to eat. I know, I get it. Um, saying, even if to my own self, you will feel much better and deal with much more if, if you choose the healthy over the yucky over the bad so oh oh I remember now what I was trying to say forgive me uh, the podcast I was listening to and she oh getting out of your mind and making better decisions so she was she was talking about depression and now there's a new finding that says that um, anxiety and depression are rooted in the gut, not in the mind. So if your gut and your microbiome in your gut is messed up, it is more powerful to work against your anxiety and depression um, than any kind of chemical in your brain. 
So this podcast, I can do another one sometime and do some more research about um, healthy food and helping your body. But right now, I'm just saying, choose healthiness. Choose good things to put inside of your body to help your body and your mind and your brain heal. Another thing is exercise. Try to find some time to get in some exercise to release some of that stress, release some of that tension, take some time to get rid of all of the junk in your mind that you're bothering with. Go and take a walk. Put your phone down. If anything, I know for me, uh, as a mom, it's been hard for me to get motivated to do very intense exercise right now. I, I go in and out of it because I just get so overwhelmed with my responsibilities um, that I sometimes have a hard time getting out there to do like an hour of CrossFit. Um, but when I uh, get back on track, I just put my kids in the stroller and I put my tennis shoes on. I leave my phone either at home or I put it away when I'm walking and I walk 30 minutes, 45 minutes. Um, I walk my kids to the park, we play and we walk back and just doing that and getting out and being in the sunshine, which gives you vitamin D, which is good for mood, being, um, seeing God's beauty, getting away from the hustle and the bustle and the noise, turn your phone off when you're exercising and just, um, you know, different people are different about exercise. I also really love, I personally like to put on Christian music or worship music and, and exercise and just think about the Lord and pray to him as I'm pushing out all of my stress and all of my tension, you know, with push-ups or, or walk, whatever I'm doing. Um, squats, squats are so good. They make me feel so good, by the way. That's like the best exercise for women I read. Barbell squats are amazing. We never tried that. Weightlifting is very good for your body. I know that there's a uh, <laughs> there's views that women are going to get big and bulky like men if they weightlift, and it's just not true. Um, weightlifting has been proven to make you live longer, to make you have stronger bones, um, grip strength, all of these. It's, it's amazing, and it makes me feel amazing. Um, my husband's the one who talked me into it because I used to be afraid. I'm like, I don't want big arms like that. And he's like, it's, you're not, it's not true. <laughs> so uh, just try that. Get, get some dumbbells, get some kettlebells and just, it feels amazing. And the strength and the release and the pull that you put on your muscles just relieves so much tension in your body. Um, another thing that you need to do physically to battle anxiety is pave some way for some you time. Whatever it is you like as a woman. For me as a lady, I'm not super big on, on pampering and prepping, primping. I'm not a super, super girly girl like some women are. So girls like that, I mean, that you like things like that, take some time out to go in the bathroom Put some lavender powder and some, or some essential oils and some Epsom salts in a bath and soak. Read your Bible or don't. Okay. I want you to watch me. 
Come on. Okay, okay. See, I told you you will hear my kids. <laughs> um, so, put yourself up in a bath and Epsom salt, some lavender oils, and turn on some candles, read your Bible, or don't. Listen to music or don't, whatever floats your boat. I personally like the silence and the quiet for me to just relax and breathe, with n for my brain to not think about anything, for my brain to not even have to think about what music is playing or what I'm reading. Just my brain needs pause. Um, but whatever you need to help you, um, uh, what else? Take some time to paint your nails. Do your hair, um, make whatever it is, read, okay? So for me, my you time would probably look like uh, going out on the, um, going out on, I'm right here, I'm right here. I'm not leaving. Going out on the patio and drinking a cup of coffee and just sitting there and watching the birds and being in the trees or go take a drive by yourself for like 30 minutes and say, husband, can you watch these kids on Friday night or Saturday morning so I can go to, uh, you know, here we have Metro Parks. I'm right here, I promise. I'm right here. Okay. Metro Parks and... I am in here. See? We have Metro Park. So just going and being in nature by yourself for 20, 30 minutes and breathing. For me, that's how I, nature is being outside and being in God's beauty and feeling the sun and the wind and hearing the birds and seeing animals and even just saying hello to other people on the path without having deep conversations. For me, is just mightily wonderful make some time another thing for me personally i'm creative um take some time to draw to write poetry write a song if you're a musician play an instrument even if it's just 15 20 minutes find some time for yourself to breathe you have to um, think about some supplements. I know for me personally, some supplements that have helped with anxiety and depression is fish oil. It's great. Um, St. John's wort. Uh, evening primrose oil can help a lot too with moods for women. That's helped me at sometimes in the past. Um, research some supplements to try that may help um, with anxiety, depression, or stress and things like that um, again like I mentioned uh, I think at the beginning of this podcast watch your social media habits it can cause so much stress in your day when you're scrolling through and you're seeing everyone else's days you can get into comparison um, people can say stuff that just upset you or someone did something or you know that's like what why are they doing that or whatever's going on, and it just upsets your whole day. Worry about what God has placed in front of you, not the hundreds of people and what their lives are doing. God has placed around you your family, your friends, your church, your job, or if you're at home, whatever it is, you need to focus on those things and worry about those people. They're most important to you. Um, and also social media is so distracting. And for me, personally, 
if I don't get my day done and what I wanted to do in the day, um, or I procrastinate, it makes me more stressed and more anxious. And so then I get upset at everyone else because I feel stressed because I didn't get my stuff done. Um, so really watch your social media habits. Um, watch for distractions um, and watch for uh, the frustration and the anger that it can cause and the comparison that just it causes too many problems uh, another thing you can do is listen to praise music I will if I'm having a bad day or I'm so worried I just put the worship music on the praise music on Christian music whatever it is and it fills my home with peacefulness it, it helps calm my mind because I'm singing and thinking about what I'm singing rather than what's bothering me so badly and then lastly for some physical things that you could try that might help is there are two apps that I love that have been a game changer for me the first one's called Youper and Youper's kind I think it's called like a assistant um I don't know but it asks you questions uh it helps you think about your mind and the thoughts that you're thinking, if they are rational, helps you find what they're called thinking traps. Um, it's really good. It's helpful to me. It's allowed me to see where there's no need for me to worry. It's allowed me to learn and to see where I have thinking traps that are causing me to think bad thoughts or false thoughts or over-exaggeration or judge- judgmentalness. Um... It's helped a lot. So it's called Youper, Y-O-U-P-E-R. It also um, keeps track of the things that cause you joy and things that cause you um, sadness or anger or excitement or whatever. If, if you keep up in the journal at the end of the month, I think it, or every couple of months it does a diary of, hey, these things are causing these things are causing you anger or anxiousness and then it helps you to see well wow I could make some change in there and I'm seeing what's causing me these problems um, it also you can also take tests for um, anxiety depression mood disorders other things like that that it will tell you if you're struggling there or not and um, I really like the app the other app is called mood space M-O-O-D space, S-P-A-C-E. And every day, um, it's like a journal. And you can write down three things every single day um, that bring you joy. What are three things that brought you joy and happiness and why? Um, And studies studies have have shown and have been proven that... Um, over the course of six months, if people just write that bring them joy or happiness every single day, that they, their mood and their life, their anxiety and the, their depression significantly get better. And in a year, it gets even better. Um, it's helped me. And sometimes it's hard to find things that you're happy about because people think too grandly. Sammy, come on. People think too grandly, like, well, there's nothing good in my life. Well, yeah, there is. Three things. You're breathing. One. Two, you have a roof over your head. Three, you have shoes on your feet. There you go. 
and then the next day you might so every single day you could your mind will just get grander and grander about thinking about the things that are good in my life sort of focusing on the bad and that's helpful it is so ultimately beyond taking physical measures to help ourselves ultimately we have hope and we have hope in Christ and his promises I'm going to read you some scriptures to bring you comfort to remind you of what we have in Christ to to focus on him the first one is Jeremiah 17 7 through 8 Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is the Lord. For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spreads out its roots by the river and will not fear when heat comes, but its leaf will be green and will not be anxious in the year or drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. Amazing. We are blessed because we trust in the Lord. We have hope in the Lord. And if we are like a tree, just plant it in the water and our roots are by the the river. When we are anxious, when there's fear, well, it says we won't fear. We won't be anxious because our hope is in God. And so that is our our focus. For me, personally, and if you struggle with anxiety, that's just not reality sometimes, but it should be. That's what we should strive for. And the more we hope in Christ, the more we trust in Him, the more we see His goodness, the less we will fear, the less we will be anxious. I also want to read you this, Luke 12, 22 through 34. Are not five sparrows sold for two copper coins? And not one of them is forgotten before God, but the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not fear, therefore you are of more value than many sparrows. Then he said to his disciples, therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, nor about the body, what you will put on. Life is more than food and the body is more than clothing. Consider the ravens, for they neither sow nor reap, which have neither storehouse nor barn, and God feeds them. Of how much more value are you than the birds? And which of you, by worrying, can add? I lost my place. And which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature. If you then are not able to do the least, why are you anxious for the rest? Consider the lilies, how they grow. Toil nor spin, and yet I say to you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. If then God so clothes the grass, 
which today is in the field and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, how much more will he clothe you, O you of little faith? And do not seek what you should eat or what you should drink, nor have an anxious mind for all these things the nations of the world seek after. And your father knows that you need these things. But seek the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added to you. Do not fear, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell what you have and give alms. Provide yourselves money bags which do not grow old, a treasure in the heavens that does not fail, where no thief approaches nor moth destroys, for where your treasure is there your heart will be also amen for itself right there i don't think i need to say anymore psalm 94 19 in the multitude of my anxieties within me your comforts delight my soul <laughs> proverbs 3 Five through six, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. And the last one, the last scripture, Philippians four says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report that there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy meditate on these things the things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me these do and the God of peace will be with you those two things right there are saying pray about everything let your heart be made known to God let how you're feeling, your worries your anxiousness, let it be made known to God and the peace of God will be with you and finally think about good things just like I mentioned before about youper and mood space or a happy or grateful journal if you've seen those things or just a notebook and paper that you have in your home every day write three things you're grateful for three, three things that bring you happiness joy three good things every day like the Bible says there so we've got wisdom from the Lord um and see where God takes you and and just pray that he will heal you and heal your heart and your mind and give you wisdom the Bible says that what father 
if a, their child asks for bread, gives him a stone. He doesn't. And our Father loves us more than the sparrows, more than the lilies of the field, takes care of us, owns the whole world, has the whole world in his hands, and yet we don't trust him. <sighs> so many times I had to ask God for, to please forgive me because I haven't trusted him. Um, so, Tan, I'm, I'm going to pray. Dear God, right now I just pray for whomever is listening to my podcast today. I first of all pray that you allow it to fall on the ears and the hearts of and the minds of who needs it. My podcast is geared towards and for women. Um, but I never know that there might be some men listening in, but whoever's listening, young women, daughters, mothers, sisters, aunts, moms, no moms, married women, single women, whomever it is, Lord, I pray, God, that you touch their hearts and their minds. I first of all, Father, ask that today you soften their heart that you allow them to see their need for you. I pray that you allow their hearts and their minds to be set upon you first. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then all of these things will be added unto you. I pray that we would be trees planted by the water who are so rooted in you that we don't fear when there's fire. And we're not anxious when we don't have food or whatever's going on. As we trust in you, we know that you will provide for us. We trust in you, and we know that you're going to hold our children in your hands. We trust in you, and we know that, that you're holding us and our world and our family members and our friends and our situations. You've got it. You hold it in your hands. The Bible says that you make the mountains stand tall or bow. You could make mountains melt like wax. You put the stars in the sky. You hold all the waters of the earth in your hand. You made us. You formed us. You know us. You hear us. You see us. You know when one hair falls from our heads. You are great, God. You're powerful and mighty. We trust in you. And we worship you, God, for that. And I thank you for healing us, for saving us. Thank you. I pray that today you give us peace. You give these people who are listening to me today peace. I ask that they remember to walk with you and trust in you. And that today they find wisdom on making one step, an active step, just one, to start asking for healing and being active on trying to make decisions that will help their bodies and their minds, their emotions heal so that we can be our best for you, God, that our life purpose is to bring you glory. That's why we want to be our best and feel our best so we can, so we can bring you glory. And when we are healed and whole in the journey that we're on, we can give you praise and you will be glorified through it all. 
And I praise you, Lord, and I thank you. You are good, always good, even when things feel bad and hard. You are good. We know that you're doing something good. You're working all things for our good. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to me today. Um, I can't wait to share my heart with you again. Um, The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and give you peace. Bye-bye.